0: I'm so excited, Woo! I just can't hide it. I have had to lose control and I think I like it. Versus, I am so tired, I'm not excited. I don't want to do anything because I am so tired. <laughs> I'm embarrassed even talking like that. So here's my question to you, ha ha ha. If you are lazy, how do you stop? If you never want to become lazy, how do you make sure that you never are? If we've got kids, how do we teach them to make sure that they never end up being lazy? Uh, Are we living the example for our kids so that they don't become lazy? And what does lazy actually mean? And there's lots of questions there. So here's some things to consider. And I'm very careful because I'm not a parent and I understand that. Uh, But here's my thing. I have been a child and I had a mother in particular who was not lazy. My mother was, uh, she, my mother's German, so she was very committed to a clean house. She was very committed to her religion. She was very committed to her family, and she worked really hard. And one of the things that she expected of her children, and particularly of me, because I was the youngest, was that I worked really hard and that I wasn't lazy. But interestingly, uh, it, was, it wasn't like my mother had to, had to tell me that or teach me that, or maybe she went, I can't remember. But I've always wanted to get up and get going. I've always had a purpose. Uh, And as I always share, even when I was an overweight kid with uh, buck teeth and pimples on my face, uh, I I still had a passion for life. So I was being bullied and and sometimes I was sad because I was being bullied. But it was never like I didn't want to go to school or I didn't want to study or I didn't want to do stuff. My father was a builder, he worked really hard, there was not one lazy bone in my father's body, he worked from sunrise to sunset and longer. So maybe that was my environment that stopped me from, from becoming lazy. So that's my question, if you are a parent, a teacher, a coach, a boss or a leader and you are concerned about people in your life being lazy or becoming lazy, are we living the example of what lazy isn't? Now, one of the things that I deal with on a regular basis are people who share with me, well, but Rowie, what about work-life balance? What about making sure that you commit to leisure time, relaxation time, you get good sleep, you go on holidays? And to me, they are part of not being lazy. Because if you were lazy, you wouldn't bother booking a holiday. If you were lazy, you wouldn't bother organizing time to to relax. You wouldn't organize and make sure that you've got time to recuperate, recover, regenerate and get better. To me, that's all about being disciplined and focused. So yes, I'm very committed to deep sleep and I'm very committed to relaxation time But one of the things I never do is I never relax, I never go on holidays, I never uh, sit down and do nothing until everything has been done. And to me, that is just a simple way to live my life. Now, I'm not asking you to live your life that way. What I'm suggesting or asking very passionately for our kids, and again, I don't have any kids, but I work with lots of other people's kids, and I work with a lot of adults that were kids, and they have become very lazy adults. And I share that openly because where does that get you? If you are lazy, if you can't be bothered, if you're not disciplined, if you don't have the discipline to get up and do what you need to do, what happens to your life? If life throws stuff at you and you haven't got any energy and you're too tired and you're just lazy, what happens to your life? Now, you could live your life, your entire life as a lazy person, and that's a choice. I get that. But I think we have to accept the consequences of what happens when we're lazy. Who wants to employ a lazy person? doesn't matter how skilled, skilled or talented you are. And I'll use something like uh, being an elite athlete or being an artist or being in movies. You can have a beautiful singing voice. You can ha- be able to play the piano. You can be a great actor. Uh, you can be really good at sport. But there comes a point in any of those occupations where if you are lazy, if you're not prepared to put in an effort, if you're not prepared to go the extra mile even, that you get a reputation for being that. And it doesn't matter how talented you are, people are looking for somebody else that isn't lazy. So what does lazy mean? And I always use the definition of discipline, which is you do what you should do when you should do it, even if you don't feel like it. Now, a lazy person wouldn't do that. A lazy person would just say, I don't feel like it, so I'm not going to do it. Uh, are there days where I feel lazy, and this is a really personal question for me, and I feel uncomfortable talking about it because I don't, I don't like the word. Of course, to me, that just means I'm dis- lazy is the same as being undisciplined, and being disciplined is being one of my favourite things. But if I ever hear myself say that I don't feel like it, or I feel a bit lazy. I do the exact opposite immediately. It's like a connection in my brain. If I say I'll do that tomorrow, which is procrastinating, I do it today. If I feel myself say I don't feel like it, I get up and do something even more energetic. If I say to myself I feel a bit lazy today, I go and do a big chore, a big mission to overcome that ridiculous thought. Because I've lived on the planet for such a long time, I understand the consequences of being lazy. I've seen people fired, I've seen people drop from teams, I've seen people lose money, I've seen very talented people go nowhere because they're lazy, because they're undisciplined. So, how do you stop yourself from ever being lazy? And if you are lazy, how do you stop it? And to me, the answer is really simple. But if I ask you this question if you were your own high performance effectiveness coach, if you were your own high performance performance coach, What advice would you give yourself when you've got something to do? Would you say do it tomorrow? Would you say do it later? Would you say it doesn't matter why bother? Or would you have a life where you know exactly what you need to do to achieve achieve what you want to achieve? So the question is, what do you want? How do I get it? and then go do it. So you've got to have a, a goal, you've got to have a plan, and then you have a result. And those two, you can't have either of those to get a result. Uh, with If you want a good result, you have to have a, a goal and a plan, you have to commit to the plan, and then, then you'll get the result. A lot of people are looking for the result. They're looking for the lazy way. And of course, as an exercise professional, as a personal results coach, that's been something I've had to deal with with my clients and my members at my health clubs my entire life. Oh, but what about this pill or potion? What about this thing that will shake the fat off? What about this thing that will freeze the fat off? What about this thing that I can take a pill and I can get rid of the fat? I want the easy way, I want the lazy way to get the result. And let's just say that any of those work. Let's just say you could freeze fat off. Let's just say you could shake it off. Let's say you could take a pill and get rid of it. But what does that do to your headspace? If you pick the easy way, and there's a great quote there, There's the right way and there's the easy way and they're not usually the best way. (laughs) The right way is the best way. The easy way turns us into lazy people. If we always pick the easy option, what happens to us? So let's just say you could go and shake your fat off. Stand on a piece of machinery and you could shake your fat off. What are you teaching your own brain? Oh, Let's take the easy option rather than And it's not just shaking the fat off that's important, of course, because that's why I hate the word exercise. Because when you get puffed and when you lift heavy, when you get fit and when you get strong, you change your brain. You become a better human being. Because you are fit and because you are strong, you become mentally tougher and stronger. Your brain becomes mentally tougher and stronger. You make better decisions. You become more creative. You can overcome challenges and obstacles. You can just be better because you're fit and strong. So you could look for the easy way, to, you could, there's no easy way to get fit and strong. There's lots of uh, hopeful potential ways to lose weight, for example, that don't require getting fit and strong, but do they work? And I'm not going to get into that argument, but even if they did work, what are, what are you actually telling yourself? So I'm going to give you my personal uh, strategy for not being lazy, my personal strategy for being disciplined and if you, if you don't know me, anybody else that knows me will tell you that I'm, I'm one of the most disciplined people you'll ever meet. I'm the person that does what I should do when I should do it, even if I don't feel like it, that last bit being the most important. Because I'm the opposite. If I don't feel like it, that's when I go hard because I know that's what creates a tougher, better, stronger person. So my strategy is very simple. I never look for the easy way. I always look for the hard way. So I use my garden as example. I've been working on my garden for seven months. I could have got a a, a grader in. I could have got a digger in. I could have got a, an automatic stuff. And I did everything by hand: wheelbarrow, shovel, rake, and pick. I picked the hard way for a reason. It's been a great experience. I feel very rewarded for the garden that I've built. Every time I get puffed, which is every time I'm in the garden, because I pick at 100% effort, phosphate fit, then I get my breath back and then I go again. If I'm raking, I go at 100% effort, get my breath back, go again. If I'm moving the wheelbarrow, I go 100% effort, push that thing as hard and fast as I can, 10 seconds, get my breath back, go again. And every time I'm in that break bit, in the recovery phase, I always look up and look around and I say, I'm so thankful that I can do this. There are women half my age, if not younger, that could not do five minutes of what I do. And the reason I know that is I deal with every day people who are lazy, people who look for the easy way, people who want to cheat their way through their education, they want to cheat their way into their career path. Uh, this is a horrible example, but if you go to a doctor and that doctor did just enough to get through the test or the exam, and it was okay to get 50% pass mark, for example, and I hope that's not the pass mark anymore. But I have a lot of parents who now say to me, Rowie, it's very unfair that at max you've got to get 100% for everything that you do. My answer's always the same. If If I'm going in for brain surgery, I don't want the brain surgeon that got 80 out of 100 for the exam. I want the brain surgeon that got 100 out of 100 and keeps learning to touch my brain. How about you? So I'm not looking for the easy way. I'm not looking for the just enough to get by, just enough to pass the test, just enough to get... uh, People do a fitness test and they do just enough to get into the Air Force or get into the Army or get into the police force, just enough. Don't you wanna go there as the fittest, strongest, healthiest, most uh, high-performing, powerful human being you can possibly be rather than just enough to get by? If you're coming into the exercise profession, don't you want to be the most uh, learned, educated, trained individual that keeps learning so they can keep helping your clients the best? If you cheat your way through a program, if you cheat your way through your education, if you do just enough to pass the test, first of all, what's that telling your own brain? You're only half, you just put in half an effort. What does that tell your brain? You're looking for the easy way. What does that tell your brain? But what about the people in your life? What about your clients? What about your customers? What about your members? Most importantly, what about the people in your family? If you, if you have chosen, for example, to become a doctor or you've chosen to become an exercise professional and your family is now going to trust you with their health, with their well-being, with their fitness, with their mental strength, and you're doing just enough to get by, to pass the test, surely that's not what you want. And I know that's a very controversial and contru- contru- tough question. But I'm asking now, and this is my begging position as I always share, why don't we choose to be 100% effort, people? Why don't we just choose to put in 100% effort every single time rather than be lazy? If I'm lazy, what am I telling my brain? If I don't do it today and I leave it till tomorrow, that's called procrastination. If I put it off until tomorrow, that's called procrastination. If I do it now, do it hard, do it the hard way, do it the tough way... And that's how I get mentally tougher and stronger. So that's my strategy. It doesn't matter what it is. I pick the hard way. If I can walk there, I don't drive the car. If I and I, if I can ride my bike there, I don't drive the car. Uh, if I have to drive the car there, I often take the bike so that I can ride my bike when I'm there, or I walk when I'm there. I stand. I don't sit down. I never sit down. I lie down, or I or I or I am moving around. That's my two codes or I'm going at 100% effort. I have a desk that's a tread desk. I stand up all the time. I look for the hardest way to do things because I want to be hard. I want to be tough and I want to be strong. How about you? If we look for the easy way, if we're lazy, what are we telling ourselves and what are we telling our future? So if you want to live your life to the max, how about just do it at 100% effort? Everything you do, put in 100% effort and drop lazy off. Just drop it off. Stop being lazy. Wouldn't that be good? If you want to stop being lazy, just stop. Woohoo!